This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora Sam My name's Sam, and I'm the Mayor of Selwyn District. People from all over Aotearoa New Zealand and the world have chosen to call Waikirikiri Selwyn their home. From the first settlers around Te Wahora Lake Ellesmere over 700 years ago, followed by the first wave of Pakeha settlers in the mid-1800s, to the newcomers of today. Each person, each face, each voice has a new story to tell. By listening to the Faces of Selwyn podcast, you'll hear the voices and stories behind these faces and celebrate with us the diversity of our district, New Zealand's fastest growing region. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Kia ora koutou. Hello everyone. No mai, haramai. Welcome to the Faces of Selwyn podcast. My name is Hayley, and today I am here with Rita. Uh, so Rita, what's hello in your national language? So hello is shalom, and it means peace too. So, um... Where's your national language from? So where are you from? So I was born in Latvia, but I lived all my life um, until 18 years ago in Israel. So the national language is Hebrew. Mm-hmm. It's a language that was renewed probably around 200 years ago. So it was a dead language, very similar to the Maori language that wasn't really spoken. And they renewed it for the last um, 150 years, something like that. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome that they were able to revive it. <laughs> yeah, they revived it because it was in the Bible, so it was quite an ancient language and they used to use it only for prayers and um, official stuff, but not for actually talking day to day. So I'd love for you to now share a bit about yourself, your family, where you, well, you've already said where you were born, um, your journey to Ralston, including the year you arrived and where you came from. So as I said, um, I'm Rita and I'm an artist and a chef, so I wear two hats. Um, I was born in Riga, Latvia. It's the capital of Latvia. And I moved uh, with my family to Israel when I was six. Um, I joined the army when I was 18 and I met my husband almost 30 years ago. Um, 18 years ago, we decided to move to uh, New Zealand and made Christchurch our home. And in March last year, we decided to buy a house in Rolleston and we loved the Royal Field and um, the area and wanted a new warm warm house because the house that we owned in Burnside was a bit colder. So we wanted something nice and new. Um, So after many adventures um, and a very stressful year building a house, um, we moved um, in November. Um, and we just really loved, um, we love our new house in Rolleston. Um, what else can I tell about myself? I have two young adults, um, both students. One is in UC and she's studying um, psychology. She's doing her master's um, her first year. And my son um, studies in Auckland University. He's studying engineering, software engineering. And my husband works for Trimble Navigation as an engineer manager. And I have a little dog named Lily that she's nine and she's a mini snoucher. And she's like my my, my last child, my little baby. <laughs> she sounds so, adorable. <laughs> yeah. So that sort of summons up my, um, my family. Hmm. And so why did you and your family choose to live in Selwyn? Um, 
so we absolutely love the area and we have few friends that lived in the area for quite a long time um i used to go to the hydrotherapy pool with my best friend for over probably over a year before we decided to buy um the house and i've really enjoyed the pool i enjoyed the area i enjoyed the drive to rolleston um especially now enjoy the drive that we have the new road um to rolleston and um we just followed the development in the area and we decided to buy a house and mm. um, so i think we really settled well and we love our new home and uh, community in rolleston um I would love really to get more involved and to help and develop the community education in Rolleston. And um, I'm very, very passionate about it because I was involved for many years in the community education in Christchurch, especially with the older uh, population in Christchurch and teaching through WEA and a rising home and my, my cooking classes. So I'm hoping to revive that in Rolleston and Overall, the community education in Rolleston, including art classes. Hmm. It sounds exciting. I hope you get somewhere with that. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> um, and so what do you like about living in Selwyn? So I just love the quiet rural feel. At the moment, it's still not too big. Um, it's away from the city. Um, it's a sense of a new beginning for us because we are sort of in that um, age range that we're starting a new phase in our lives because the kids are sort of grown up. And we just love that we have a new house. We have lovely, lovely neighbours. And I love the idea that we have uh, neighbours from our, all around the world and all around New Zealand, not just from Christchurch. So it really changes the, the feel. What places are those people from, your neighbours? Uh, we have people, friend, uh, sort of uh, neighbours that are from Nigeria. I think we have neighbours from England, from India. We have um, really lovely neighbours from Timaru, the <laughs> Kiwis, but they're just so nice nice and friendly. And it's just because it's a new, um, new area and I think people want that connection. They want to meet new people. They want to sort of establish the, the, the community in, in Rolleston. I follow the Rolleston community page and I really enjoy enjoy reading all sorts of uh, funny stories and heart-feeling stories about the community. And I just love the sense that people want to help each other if there is a lost dog or a cat or something more serious. So it's it's awesome. Hmm. And so how are you involved in the community? Um, I got involved with some um, uh, cooking classes Um I've been asked to volunteer for um, a kids' cooking class that's called Cooking Mondays. And I extremely enjoyed it because we had two groups of uh, of kids, different ages, um, and they were so passionate, some of them so passionate about the cooking. I had a five-year-old that was just whizzing in the kitchen and doing the pizzas with us. It was awesome to see. Some kids are a bit more reluctant, but... After sort of 15 minutes, they got into it and you see they just really, really enjoyed it. So I'm really passionate about um, passing the, the healthy eating, passing forward, the, you know, the, the skill that the kids can have actually um, in their lives. So I'm, I'm hoping to do more of those um, all through Cooking Mondays or cooking 
through my classes and just get involved with the community. And I had a group of um, lovely ladies from South African community in Rolleston that they're really lucky to find a space in my class. And they were really excited that they didn't have to, to travel to Christchurch and they actually could just come to my kitchen and just do the class with me. So... I felt like a really good connection and to meet people from the area and not just the ones that are travelling from Christchurch. Mm. Yeah, that's really good for them that they can do that in their own backyard, you know, don't have to travel Definitely. so far. Definitely, they don't need to travel, they can just come over. And I think the population is growing massively. There's so many um, houses being built and so many people want to move to the area from all over New Zealand, not just from the Christchurch area. Mm. Yeah, Selwyn is one of the fastest growing uh, regions in New Zealand, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so... You've talked a bit about your cooking. Can you tell me a bit more about that and what you like to cook? Definitely. So I established my own chef 15 years ago, and I have been catering and teaching in Christchurch for for that time, uh, for private classes, for community education. Um, I established a special program for young adults with special needs. So I have done that for three years. I extremely enjoyed that because those young adults don't really have a lot of um future in a way they're not independent even to cook their own meal or to help the family to cook their own meal and to give them those skills is extremely important um i felt like it gives a lot of a sort of help and change in their own even their own family life and hopefully for the future they will be able to get some employment so i had some kids with autism some kids with down syndrome um they're over 18, so they can't really be in a school. Um, there's no one except of, I think, except of me giving this kind of uh, service for those kids. I used to call them my angels because they were just really special people. Um, they sound really special. <laughs> they are very special. They're just amazing. And nothing wrong with the physical skill. They were absolutely loving the cooking, loving helping me. And you can see the progress. I had a girl that was doing that with me for a year and a half. She was amazing with baking. She was extremely creative. She used to tell me off if I wasn't doing it right. <laughs> so I absolutely loved her to bits. And sadly, there's not many employers in Christchurch that are willing to give them the employment. So I'm actually hoping there will be some um, places in Rolleston that will pick up that and maybe will get those um, um, young adults involved in the cafes around the area because I think it can get them um, as a business it can actually um, be their success to get involved those people um, in in the in the business um, or maybe somebody will actually establish a cafe that just employs those people it's very popular overseas mm. it's very popular in America that they do get involved and I think it's amazing for the business because people will really appreciate the place like that and they will want to support it so I'm really looking forward to some someone that will pick up that and will do it because I myself enjoy the teaching I don't enjoy so much running a huge cafe so <laughs> Hopefully somebody is listening and willing to uh, to do that. Um, I love cooking uh, Middle Eastern and Mediterranean cuisine because I come from the area. Um, I really love Asian cuisines, so I do cook Asian all my life. So I'm a sort of a huge mix of what I enjoy eating and what I enjoy cooking. Um, overall, I just enjoy create my own sort of twist on the dishes. Um 
What's your favorite meal, would you say? Favorite? I love Japanese food. I sort of recently been to Queenstown and we were lucky to visit a few restaurants. And I have to say that the freshness of the food, the mix of the flavors, um, and the way they present the meals, that it's just amazing. And it's really, really tasty. So I really enjoy that. Thai cuisine, that's another one of my favorites. And definitely, I love the Middle Eastern cuisine because it incorporates all the spices and herbs and, of, of course, the feel of home. Mm-hmm. And my mother-in-law, she's an amazing chef, so I probably will top her like the best food I ever ate. But sadly, she's far away, so mm-hmm. I can't really eat her food. <laughs> but I do try and, and make the food that she makes. Is there a particular dish? Um, definitely, there's some um, something that's called kube or kibe. It's a Middle Eastern um, dish that originates in Iran and Iraq um, area. And it's basically semolina dumplings that filled with meat. Mm-hmm. And those semolina dumplings can be in all sorts of variety of soups. So it can be a soup that comes with pumpkin and silver beet and spring onion. And it's kind of nice and soury. And some soups are a bit more sort of tomato-based. So it's But it's just delicious because mm-hmm. it's you have the whole sort of healthy meal in one 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 place you have the carbo carb carbohydrates you have the vegetables and you have the protein with the meat so i really enjoy that because it really sort of tastes of home and it's a really good healthy kind of meat for winter and i love my fresh salads so i really enjoy all sorts of variety of fresh salads and using all sorts of grains for the salads uh, using lots of lentils and chickpeas um yeah basically it <laughs> I mean, they all sound delicious. You're making me hungry. <laughs> uh, so describe your typical day here in Selwyn, New Zealand, and how your day was different in Israel and what it was like going, growing up there. So I will start at my day um, in Rolleston in my new house, which I really love, as I said. starts with um, a hot drink, and I usually go and do my exercise or in the hydrotherapy pool or in the sports center, or I use my private trainer. And then I go back and have a healthy breakfast, and um, I go to my art studio. So I was very lucky that sort of a bit before lockdown, um, my husband finished a really amazing small art studio for me because I'm very passionate about my art. And um, I go and it's my safe heaven and a quiet place that I create and um, do my paintings. And I can actually sit there and relax too if I want to. Um, I then probably I start with preparing the meals for my family. And we usually eat healthy every night and we try to eat, sort of have the, the right amount of protein and vegetables. And you will see my family, if you ever see my family, you understand why we eat healthy. Everybody's surprised because everybody look at me <laughs> and, <laughs> and say, oh, never trust a skinny chef. But... <laughs> um, my family looks really nice and healthy and skinny because I really keep um, the diet sort of um, a good diet. Um, then I usually have, usually I walk once a week and I cook for family in Christchurch. I help her with the, um, with the daily meals. So I'm busy shopping for groceries or traveling to Christchurch. Um, I do meet friends. Um, I have a busy social life. I volunteer for the community. And, of course, I'm looking after my family and my dog. <laughs> uh, so that takes quite a lot of time. And, and sometimes I have quite busy weeks. 
Um, especially now with lockdown that it was all pushed like three weeks. So yeah. it's quite busy. Um, so the difference um, with living in Israel and living here that in Israel it's quite fast paced. Um, people are very busy to sort of survive in a way uh, day to day. I had to work. I had to raise a family. I did have a business for um, creating murals. So I'm sort of feeling that I'm going back to it now with my art. Uh, but I was I sort of had to work I had to work for actually to survive financially. We both had to work, so you can't really rely on one income compared to here that you can probably rely more or less on one one income and raise your kids quietly. And you have sort of the constant battle of security that you sort of you don't feel safe. And that's one of the reasons that we left that we haven't felt safe. Um I think it's a very kind of little America, Israel, that you really sort of it's a bit of a show off and a bit of a sort of everybody get involved in your life it's very very fast it's very very busy um in New Zealand we have around five million people in Israel they have like eight million people and the size of Israel is the size of Cattenbury so you can imagine wow. how busy it is and yeah. compared to the you know quiet feel here that you have especially in Rolleston um What else can I say? Um, so you sort of have, as I said, a bit of a sense of fear um, that you're not really safe sometimes. You do have times that you feel sort of, you're so busy with your day, day to day, you just don't think about it. But um, when there is something and there's always something going on, then you think, oh, am I safe? Am I okay? My kids are safe. So I don't miss that that feeling, but I do miss very much my family. So all my family is in Israel, all my extended family, and um, I can't really go and see them at the moment because of COVID, so I can't really travel. Um, so I do miss that a lot. But I think that's the, the huge difference between Israel and New Zealand. New Zealand is much more quiet in a way. There's less people. And um, I don't know what about Auckland. It's probably a bit more busier, but <laughs> definitely compared to Christchurch. And everything is sort of going 24-7. So if you go to the center of the city and you go to a restaurant and all the things, it will just be there all the time and all night until four o'clock in the morning. And here everybody sort of shuts at six o'clock at night, <laughs> which I sort of sometimes wonder about, especially the Riverside Market. I'm thinking, mm, that's a miss. They should open it a bit later because people do want to go and have nice dinner later on. And I'm actually looking forward to some new places that will open in Rolleston, really looking forward to the mall. I was yeah. promised the mall, so I'm waiting for the mall. Yeah, the one so on Tennyson Street. The one on Tennyson Street, really looking forward because I think that will bring a lot of sort of a bit more liveliness to, to Rolleston too. And so I didn't realize that you were an artist. So can you tell me a bit more about that? So I've been doing my art since I was really, really young. Um, and sort of I started a pathway towards that um, when I finished high school because I did four years of art in high school. And um, I continued after the army because I had the sort of two years that I had to sort of enlist to the army. So I didn't do much with my art then. But after the army, I continued preparing a portfolio uh, for an art school. So there's a very famous art school in Israel named Bezalel, and it's in Jerusalem. And it's basically a university for art. And I was really looking forward to sort of get accepted. Uh, but um, it's a little bit snobbish and they don't accept everyone to the school. So I wasn't raised in the right neighborhood. So sadly, it's it's a really sad story. But in a way, um, it pushed me towards other things. But I 
sort of didn't give up my art. I always did art with the kids, for the kids. Um, as I said before I left, I had a business for um, painting murals uh, on people's walls and I actually managed to do one in Christchurch too uh, when I just arrived. So, um, Which one's that one? So I did um, in a private house. There was somebody that wanted a mural on the wardrobe. So I did a fairy garden on her wardrobe. Oh, wow. So I don't know if it's still there, but I really <laughs> extremely enjoyed um, doing that for her. Um, I really enjoy painting birds. And sort of at the moment, I'm to the stage that I'm trying to push my art forward. And actually, I had um, in Selwyn, there's a really lovely new gallery that opened in Hororata. And they um, accepted my work. So I'm looking forward to exhibit my work and sell my work. Um, and I really enjoy it. I absolutely love it. That's my sort of my happy place, you can say, is my art. Um, so if anyone interested, <laughs> you know where to come and have a look. And everybody welcome in my studio. And another thing, as I said, as a community education, I really would love to give art classes, especially to people with special needs, because, again, I'm very passionate about them. And I think there's not many people that are willing to take them on board. Um, I'm very experienced because I've been uh, teaching in Burnside High and Papua Nui High and working with the special learning um, uh, departments there. Mm. So I'm really happy if anyone has someone that wants to do art with me, I'm happy to help them. Mm and do the, the art classes. Do you have an art website or a Facebook? Or? Yeah, so I have a Facebook page called Margarita's Art, mm -hmm. and, and I have a Facebook page for My Home Chef. So if you Google them both, they are there. Um, so people can find you that way? People can find me this way, yeah. They can come and uh, they can Google and they can have a look at my paintings and they can have a look at my classes. I'm definitely going to offer um, a holiday school holiday program coming in October for cooking classes for kids. Uh, I have um 11-year-old that coming this Thursday to my uh, kitchen to have a class with me. And I heard she's a passionate 11-year-old for cooking. So I was just over the head happy that um, I have... 11-year-old that's already passionate about cooking. Oh, I wish my kids were like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's awesome. I really encourage young people to explore and um, follow their passions. Mm -hmm. um, and I really enjoy helping them. Cool. So um, before we wrap up today, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? No, I think I actually summoned up all my passions in one interview. So, <laughs> Well, well done. <laughs> thank you so much, Hayley. No worries. I really tremendously enjoyed it. It was um really uh, interesting experience and as I said I really welcome I have another yeah something I wanted to add that I actually um, uh, um, established another page on Facebook that's called um, Rolleston or Selwyn Community Education so I'm actually encouraging providers that want to um, advertise for free and put their sort of classes that they run in the Selwyn area to advertise there because I just want to people to understand there is a source for knowledge that they can go to and do that because everybody know about Rising Home, about WEA, about other places you can do community uh, education classes, but there's sort of not a lot in the Selwyn area, and I'm really hoping to see that grow. Mm. 
Oh, I hope it does grow for you. Oh, and thank you for your time today, Rita. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed learning about your journey to Selwyn and what you're up to in the community. It's awesome. Now, my last question for you is how do you say goodbye or f- farewell in your national language? So you say le itaot. Le itaot. Le itaot. Or, and you can say koltuv. It means all the best. So all the best, Hayley. Thank you, Rita. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to the Faces of Selwyn podcast. I hope everyone has a great day. Kia pai te ra.